0: Welcome to The Voice of Texas Veterans, a production of Texas Veterans Commission speaking up for Texas veterans since 1927.
1: Helping veterans starts here and continues with our Fund for Veterans Assistance grantees. Today, we'll talk with InPower, training veterans for new careers, and Easter Seals of Houston, their mental health grant also includes service dog training. Thank you for joining us. I'm Julia Connor, Communications and Outreach at Texas Veterans Commission. Our mission is to provide veterans with superior service that will greatly improve the quality of life for veterans and their families. We help with claims, healthcare, education, employment, entrepreneurship, mental health. We have a women veterans program and the Fund for Veterans Assistance. Through that fund, we give away tens of millions of dollars in grants every year. That money goes to nonprofits that directly assist veterans. Now is the time for veteran serving organizations and local government agencies to work on applications for next year's grants. They must be submitted by November 3rd, 2021. All the information is on the website at tvc.texas.gov. We award grants in five different areas. General Assistance, Housing for Texas Heroes, Veterans Mental Health, Veteran treatment courts, and we have a special grant that goes to veteran county service offices. This grant year, the Fund for Veterans Assistance awarded almost $33.5 million in grant money that will be used to help over 32,000 veterans and their families. Most of the money comes from the Texas Lottery supporting veterans' scratch off tickets, but we also get donations from regular Texans like you through driver's license. ID card or license-to-carry registrations and renewals. Donations can also be made when vehicles are registered or renewed or when hunting and fishing licenses are issued. All you have to do is check the box to make a donation to the Fund for Veterans Assistance. It's right on the forms. So, who are these nonprofits that get these grants to serve veterans and just what does serving veterans mean? I'm glad you asked. These agencies do a lot like providing emergency financial assistance to pay mortgages or utilities. They buy school supplies and pay for childcare. Some agencies provide free transportation or free home repairs like fixing roofs and plumbing repairs or adding wheelchair ramps. Our grantees provide free mental health counseling and alternative treatments like horseback riding or music therapy. Some grantees provide free legal services or the grant support veteran treatment courts We even have a grant for Veteran County Service Offices, and they use their grant money to help the veterans in their communities. The directories for these grantees are on the website at tvc.texas.gov. Just click on Grants and go to the Assistance Directory. Each region in Texas has its own directory, from one end of the state to the other, north, south, east, and west, and right in the middle. Inside each directory, you'll find a list of who got grants, what they do, and how to get in touch with them. Some of the grants serve specific areas, others cover the whole state. Some of our grantees train veterans for new careers. Let's meet the folks at InPower. Their grant will lead 125 veterans and spouses to new careers and new opportunities for their families. With me is InPower Texas Executive Director Jonathan Pride, a veteran himself.
0: I did eight years in the Army, I was a military intelligence officer. I had two combat deployments, one to Iraq and one to Jordan. As an Army officer, I I was able to really work across the aisle with every branch of service, culminating with my time as a general's aide for the operational test command. And I was able to learn a lot about the struggle military veterans and transition service members face when they do leave the military and move into the civilian side. And as a veteran, I know firsthand the struggle veterans face when they transition and when they start that post-military life on the civilian side. And so I found Empower through a recruiter and then when I interviewed with our executive team, it was a match made in heaven for me.
1: Jonathan, now explain to us how Empower empowers veterans and their spouses.
0: So we were fortunate enough to receive $300,000 from the general assistance grant from the Texas Veterans Commission. That grant is going to support our tech fundamentals program. We provide through our program, three major certifications the first being a CompTIA IT fundamentals, which is an industry recognized certification. We also certify an A plus, and then we have a partnership with Google to certify on, on Google professional certifications. So we give our trainees three different certification programs under that tech fundamentals umbrella, and then with those certifications, we place them into different types of roles in IT, a lot of which are entry level, but we also have some who just ace the program and move on to some of our advanced training programs like cybersecurity and AWS cloud. But we also have some who go on to take apprenticeships with reputable organizations and upskill at the organization level.
1: So do you have connections with the employers to hire the people that you trained?
0: Absolutely. We have a a Rolodex of committed employer partners who just stand ready to assist and power by hiring, by funding, through mentorship programs, through you name it. We've got some committed partners in Texas who stand ready to support.
1: So how does a veteran get to you? How do you get connected with the veteran that needs your training and can use it?
0: We have a recruitment and admissions team that works very diligently in the community. We partner with veteran servant organizations we attend job fairs, we have public awareness events, we are always running different outreach campaigns and initiatives, but the number one referral source is our alumni, which is something we're very proud of because it just shows the true impact of our work.
1: Now you said you're in the Dallas area, but power is all over the state of Texas.
0: So we serve across the state of Texas. We're located in Dallas. We have plans to expand over the next three to five years to other parts of Texas, but we serve veterans within about a 100-mile radius of North Texas. So, that can go as far north as Oklahoma City, as far south as Austin and Fort Hood. And then we have strategic partnerships located in Houston and in San Antonio. So, in essence, we cover the entire state with our employer partners and our outreach campaigns, but we are physically located in North Texas.
1: When you were talking about Not just providing training for the veteran, but assisting in other ways that they might need help, too. You have resources and connections in the community. Can you expand on that?
0: Absolutely. So every NPOWER office, and there are seven main offices across the United States, they have a social support manager who we consider the lifeline of the NPOWER program. So traditionally, those we serve have an annual salary range of about $10,500 coming into the NPower program. Well, you and I know that to be those who are at an end, at a transitional point, or they're living on the public assistance programs, and they don't necessarily have the opportunity to pursue a career because they have things like childcare or lack of transportation, you know, just different things that face those we serve. Post-graduation, our average starting salary is $48,000. $900. $900. So that represents about a 360% increase in salary in just six months. And the way we're able to do this is by partnering every trainee with our social support manager. We have partners who provide childcare and child assistance. We have partners who provide clothing and the clothing allowance. We have partnerships with different agencies in North Texas to provide housing and food assistance and the bare necessities that everyday citizens need, but don't have access to. We partner with organizations throughout the region to assist our trainees with subsidies and sometimes financial allotments or whatever it takes, right? We have a pretty all-encompassing approach to our trainees where if we can't do it directly or provide a resource to it, we go out and get resources to help our trainees out. So again, it's a holistic approach where we're not just serving the job and the career, we're serving the person. You know, it's amazing the stories we hear and just some of them will break your heart in a good way because we literally are taking people who are at a crossroad in life and you and I both know the decision they make can alter not just their life, but the life of their community because we serve communities. We're not just here to to give one person an opportunity, we're trying to change the trajectory of an entire generation of people. And by allowing us and Power to serve the veteran and the veteran spouse population, we're able to provide that next step for them that the military did for them before. And now they're kind of doing it on their own. So it's just an amazing opportunity for us. And we're extremely grateful for the partnership with the Texas Veterans Commission.
1: And the training is free to the veteran, right?
0: It is absolutely free to the veteran. Everything we do is made possible by generous donations and grants from organizations like yours. The program itself costs about $7,500 to put a veteran through the program. But again, none of that cost is seen by the veteran themselves or the spouse of the veteran.
1: Now, do you have a success story that you can tell me?
0: I probably have a thousand. and I've been here six <laughs> months. That's how powerful this wow. story is. I think my favorite story, which is the most relatable to me, is one of an army ranger. 20-year career, this gentleman, those in the veteran community know the army ranger is the atypical Rambo type personality, right? They can go and conquer the world. And you, know, you would think these guys and girls have just everything figured out. Well, it's not always the same, you know, during the transition. So one of my favorite stories is a gentleman who did the 20-year career, Army Ranger, several combat deployments. He had it all figured out while in the service. Well, he transitioned. He retired. And he assumed coming out of the Army that opportunities will lay down for him and he can walk into his dream job. Well, that didn't quite happen. He found himself at an end. He thought that he had the transferable skills from his military resume, and it didn't quite work out that way. So he went from being a guy who everyone looked up to, to being unemployed and homeless, living with people who he could find, family members and friends, and just bouncing between different buddies' couches. And he didn't really have a way forward. He took a job as a CDL driver over the road. He was a single dad, trying to raise a family on the road, trying to provide a living for his kids. And it just didn't quite work out for him. If you ask him, he would tell you that he gave up. He didn't know what was next. And he stopped trying until he found Empower. It was through a referral, one of his buddies who went through the program and was working at a reputable organization, making six figures in less than a year. And he just started listening. Reached out to one of our recruiters, didn't believe the hype, thought there was a catch went through the program reluctantly, was still a little bit apprehensive when we placed him in an internship, a paid internship. And he didn't fully buy in until he was offered a job with one of the premier financial institutions, making six figures. And again, is now a, a vice president for this organization. So it took him having the life of courage and service to this country. It took him taking a job that he thought he needed to take. It took him going through a program like Npower to see that there was an end to a means. And it took him landing a job with the premier institution to, to really see what it is that Npower can do for those we serve. So it's one of my favorite stories because I think it relates to every one of us. It relates to me for sure. And it's just the journey that we all face coming out of the military, whether you're the service member yourself or whether you're the spouse who sometimes I believe has a tougher job than the service member, right? Because they're the ones who are raising families by themselves and they're the ones who are, you know, adjusting their family and the households when they're having to move every two or three years. So, you know, that transitional point is important when you have an organization like Empower to support you every step of the way. And that is just one of my favorite stories. And this is what I'll say to any veteran listening right now or any veteran spouse, this isn't just a career change. It's not just an opportunity. It's a lifestyle, it's a family, and it's a part-time program. So we're not telling you to quit everything you have and focus only on power. This is a four hours a day, five days a week, 16-week program with a seven-week paid internship or a six-month paid apprenticeship through our program to launch you into that next IT career. And so it's not just a step, it's a leap. Because when you leap, you're all in. And when you're all in, your life changes. We couldn't do what we do without the support from the Texas Veterans Commission. We couldn't do what we do without the support from individuals like you. And and honestly, we couldn't do what we do without employer partners all across the state and all across the country. Because there's really no sense in training and certifying somebody, if we can't place them. So the most important part of what we do is place our trainees in a life-changing role in an organization with upward mobility and an opportunity at a better life. And that's what we do and that's who we are. And I am just thrilled to speak with you today. I'm excited for the next steps and to see where this thing can go.
1: That is Jonathan Pride from InPower Texas. You can find them on the web at inpower.org. That's the letter in power.org. Texas is right there under the Locations tab, a Fund for Veterans Assistance grantee training veterans and spouses for new careers in the technology field, new careers that can be life-changing. When we come back, a chat with a grantee who has a way with service dogs
0: did you know you can help Texas veterans and their families through the fund for veterans assistance
1: the fund supports veteran serving organizations throughout the state thanks to generous donors like you
0: funds go to agencies that help in different ways
1: including financial assistance transportation
0: mental health services
2: and family and child services
1: organizations that help veterans can apply for grants which are awarded every year
2: to
0: find out how to apply go to tvc.texas.gov
1: Texas Veterans Commission
0: helping veterans starts here
1: here. With me now is Dr. Jennifer Wright, Veterans Case Manager and Service and Companion Dog Specialist for Easter Seals Veterans Houston team.
2: So I'm specifically the case manager on the team. So we get a variety of phone calls and veterans and military family members may not necessarily know what services we provide. So that's a great avenue for me to step in and hear what it is that they're needing and guide them to best support their needs. They might not even know what it is that we provide. So we have mental health services. I provide community referrals and also just hook them up with our team members to support them in whatever it is that they are looking for.
1: So, so how do you get connected with the veteran?
2: You know, I would have to say nine out of 10 times I get direct phone calls on my work cell. And what that tells me is that previous veterans that I have worked with are talking and sharing their stories about their experience with the Easter Seals staff. So not only with myself as a case manager, They tiptoe into our services, they get connected with our therapist, with our financial coach. So more than not, I get phone calls straight to my cell phone. But then when I ask them how they hear about Easter Seals Greater Houston, they tell me that they Google our website and then they pop onto the veterans website, the page. Kind of curious, they want to know more about our service dog program, they want to know more about our mental health services and what that looks like. We have expanded our growth because there is a bigger need. And the least that we can do is give back to our veterans and military connected families. We wouldn't honor the liberties that we have in this country if it wasn't for their sacrifice.
1: Now, you concentrate a lot on the Service Dog program. Can you tell me about that?
2: Oh, yes, most definitely. So, part of our vision and our mission is to be able to support our veterans and military connected families, correct? And what this means is. Maybe they're struggling with PTSD, maybe they're struggling with depression, anxiety, life, being overwhelmed with the pandemic, And maybe they're not sure that they need a service dog or what a service dog is. But for me and my philosophy, a service dog provides a particular element. It could be the missing component to their equation. Maybe we're talking to a veteran who is more comfortable isolating, who really feels disconnected. It is my job to bring that out and say, hey, have you ever thought about getting a service dog? And they might not even know what a service dog is about. A service dog is trained to meet their needs. If you have a veteran who isolates, wow, the service dog gives them the opportunity to step out of their comfort zone. We know scientifically, we know neurologically that the service dog can help them tap into their relaxation response, so it helps them to decompress. Maybe the service dog is there to support them during a particular moment, overwhelmed in the public domain. If they know they can count on someone, The dog, if they know that the dog is always constant and then they feel secure. And not only do we provide the service dog for them, we train the veteran to be able to train their own service dog so that they can train future service dogs should they decide to continue on with that.
1: Wow, I was wondering how that
2: works. So, where do the dogs come from? We do an intake process. We pre-screen the veteran. We talk about what their needs are, we discuss their expectations, we think about their motivation, and we really fit them with the right program. We really focus on the veterans and their needs, and then we have a particular breeder. The trainer, Allie Keaton, has a great relationship with, she's been working with her for several years. And depending on the personality of the dog, depending on the the potential success of the dog, then the veteran will be matched with the dog.
1: What does the dog know when he comes to the veteran?
2: And then what does the veteran have to teach the dog? Oh, it's a variety of skills. We have one veteran, for example, who may already have a dog, and doesn't have any skill set, but they would love to train their dog to be their lifesaver, to become a potential service dog. So at that point they will engage in a pre-screening interview with myself, and then we will talk about what that looks like. So, you know, it sounds great, To want to say, yes, I want to train my dog, but we have to make sure that you understand what that involves. So they meet with Allie. She does a pre-assessment of the dog, of the potential of the dog, because the dog has to share certain personality characteristics that will enable the dog to be a successful service dog. So, we want a calm dog. We want a dog that is not reactive or anxious on its own. It would be fantastic if the veteran already had that relationship, that foundation with the dog. But again, she is the Easter SEALs trainer. So, she will assess the dog and see if there is already a foundation of skill set. Or not and she also is able to gauge how the veteran interacts in vivo live with the dog and so that gives her the potential for feedback as well. Then we have the other veterans who come to us and do not have a dog, but have that vision of being connected with a service dog. And so we have our train your own service dog class. And so we talk about what that involves. And so right now, because of the pandemic, we still want to support them. So we have virtual classes that they attend with Allie Keaton, and then they have one on one training. So even though they may not be matched with a dog at this time, at the time that they start classes, they will still obtain that information that foundation and then she will get to know the veteran and what particular type of dog that veteran needs so together they can work picking out a dog and then they will meet in public and start training one-on-one and also in the group format as well because it's important that they get support from the other veterans in the class are there two kinds of service dogs We have a service dog that's also known as the assistance dog, and it's trained to assist the individual who has a disability. And that particular dog is trained to be able to travel wherever the veteran goes. When I say travel, I mean be able to accompany the veteran in the public domain. It sets itself apart. Then we have the companion dog. Let's say we have a veteran who gives me a call and says, you know what? I'm I'm not sure. I don't even know what a companion dog is, but I've always had a connection with a furry animal. Tell me more about the companion dog. So again, the service dog has a particular skill set and a certain need. It's going to be responsive to the veteran. A companion dog is a dog that it's your best friend. It's your angel here. Maybe you don't need that extra companion to go with you in the public domain, but how lovely would it be for you to come home to a companion dog that is obedient, so that's not jumping all over the place, so it doesn't overwhelm you in the moment, and that's supportive to the veteran as well. The service dog is trained to it's focused on a particular skill so it could be for example a retrieval of items oh my goodness maybe you have maybe you wake up one day you're overwhelmed with chronic pain maybe your body is just not not moving in the way that you need it to and you can't get your pill bottle you can't get your remote or you need the dog to retrieve your socks or your shoes those are all supportive tasks that the service dog is trained in We have one veteran, oh my goodness. Her service dog has transformed not only her life, but the life of her children as well as her husband. He no longer has the anxiety of leaving her alone because her service dog has been trained to notify another human. And she takes her service dog to work with her when she has an attack, if she needs her medication, if they need emergency care right away. So he has the ability, the freedom now to go in the front yard and work in his garden. Whereas before the service dog, he felt like he could not leave her side because he was worried that something would happen to her. So service dog will transform the life of the veteran as well as the family members. The beautiful thing about it is that it's all done through sign language. For example, this particular veteran could be undergoing an asthma attack. She can't communicate in that way vocally, but she gives a hand signal to the dog, bam, and right there in that instant, that dog knows I need to go communicate to her husband or to her daughter or whomever at work that she needs emergency care right now. So it's a combination. And that's what I'm saying. The veteran needs to train with the dog in Bebo so they can learn the skills. The Texas Veterans
1: Commission, the Fund for Veterans Assistance grant, tell me about the things that it helps you do.
2: I really want to emphasize that without the grantors, without our funders, we would not be able to transform the lives of our veterans and military family members. So you guys are the angels here on Earth. And I really thank you because we need to be able to give back to our community in that way.
1: That is Dr. Jennifer Wright from Easter Seals, Houston. Just one of the many nonprofits awarded a Fund for Veterans Assistance grant for the direct services they provide to veterans and their families. Your veteran-serving nonprofit could be an FVA grantee next year, but you have to put in an application. And the time to do that is now. The deadline is November 3rd, so nonprofits should be working on those applications now. It's all done online, tvc.texas.gov. Just click on Grants. The application is there along with webinars explaining things, and you can even email us your questions. But hurry! Like I said, the deadline is November 3rd. If you're not sure if you qualify, that information also on the website. Give it a shot. And veterans, check and see which of our grantees might give you a helping hand. Just look under Grants Awarded. And of course, while you're on the website, check and see how Texas Veterans Commission can help you out. We'll file your disability claim, help sort out if you can use the Hazelwood Act for yourself or your dependents. We'll help veterans and spouses start or grow a business. Our veterans career advisors are in workforce centers across the state, helping vets get ready for new careers. Our military veteran peer network is part of the mental health department. Peer coordinators have been deployed across the state to help with their fellow veterans. We're adding healthcare advocates as we speak to work with vets who resolve VA medical care issues. We used to have 12, now we have 24. We also have a Women Veterans Program and, of course, the Fund for Veterans Assistance. All that and more at tvc.texas.gov. Transitioning service members and active duty just getting here, we have pages for you, too. tvc.texas.gov. We're also on LinkedIn with information on job fairs and workshops. You know that hiring Red, White, and You all across Texas job fair is coming up in November. Like I said, it's statewide in locations across the state, all on the same day for transitioning service members, veterans, spouses, and active duty too. Hiring Red, White & You going to be happening on November 4th. You can check our website for workshops and preparation. Some of those job fairs will be in person, some will be online, and some will be a hybrid. TVC. Dot texas.gov. Click on the events calendar and you'll find the workshops. And of course, you can register for the job fair. It's going to be happening on November 4th. We'll tell you more about hiring Red, White, and you on a later show. Texas Veterans Commission is also on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Send us a message on Facebook. Ask a question. We'll find the answer for you. I'm Julia Connor. Thank you for listening to The Voice of Texas Veterans, a production of Texas Veterans Commission. Helping veterans starts here.